Hello and welcome to the first ever I'd Watch That. It's been a long time coming and so thank you for being there for you people who are there. Thank you to Batters for the subscription straight away. What a start, a subscription within the first minute of the stream, which is pretty impressive. So I've been talking about this for about a year. I'm fully aware of that. If you don't know what this is, oh, by the way, I've been I've set all this up again. So if you can't hear me, if you can't see me, if you can't hear our guest, or if you can't see our guest, let me know because there is a chance I have totally fucked it. So just let me know, that is key. I just picked my nose, the guest, I can hear the guest. I don't think you can. I picked my nose and he told me that I did because he's like that. That's the kind of person he is. You'll learn that. Um, the idea of this show is I got someone, I was going to say I did it, but I got Tom Barrett, the brilliant comedian and clever man, to build a randomizer. And with that randomizer, we input, he input, the broken, broken up words from the top 100 films from IMDb. So, for example, the first time I ever did this on stage, the first two words that were pulled at random were the ass from Kick-Ass and the blood from First Blood. So the first film that was ever made, it was Ass Blood. And the idea of this show is going to be myself and a guest will randomise some films, six films, I think, and we will talk about those films individually. We will maybe give them a budget. We will maybe talk about who's in them. And, you know... We'll see what happens. I want you to join in as well. The more, the merrier. If you want to, if you've got anything that you think it might be, if you disagree with what we're saying, just get in touch. Also, I want to say hello to the people who are listening on the podcast. It's a podcast, and I'm going to introduce your guest now because his brow is furrowing. The more I talk, and he's like, "This isn't what I thought it was going to be." It turns out he's like, "Na na 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 na." So we're going to bring him on now. Um. It's a pleasure and a privilege to introduce this first guest because not only is he one of the finest stand-up comedians in the known world, he's also a kind-hearted man, a loving father, a lover to some, and uh, a, gent a much more gentle-hearted man than you might. I'm just going to bring him on. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the... So I'd watch that. My first ever guest is little Jussie Peanuts. Justin Peanuts, how are you? Yeah, all right, mate. How are you? <laughs> I, like, I don't know what is going on. That was like watching... I don't know what that was like well, watching, it was, but I watched it. It was me panicking, really, making sure. Can no, it wasn't you panicking. It was like it was like it was like if they sort of like like present a school. Oh, was I like that? Was it that good? I should have been holding. Oh, yeah. I need a little good. sticker for there that says I'd watch that. You know, like they have on um, like if they're doing TV and they shuffle their papers like this. I'll get some of them. Oh, like Bob Dylan's um, Subterranean Homesick Blues not, video. Not quite that. What I mean is more like, and we're joined today by a great comedian and friend of mine. Oh, come it's on. Justin Panks. No, it's good to be here, mate. I'm, I'm very, I'm very honoured to be your inaugural 
Guinea Who pig. else was I going to ask? There's no one else I it could know. start with other than you, is no, there? I'm going to probably end up doing this more than it's once. It's going to be weekly. This That's is how the, the other thing happens, wasn't it? the new pranks of birth, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> you get all the money. Um, right, so let me know if you can hear Justin. That is key. So we've got Skunkabell says, hey, hey, people. Hello, Skunkabell. Um, Justin, I should point out as well, I am really shit at reading comments i'm shit at reading the names i'm shit at reading what they say i'll sometimes read that out of order i sometimes don't see them i sometimes get to press the buttons to change the screen properly and so apologies in advance for that pick my nose again um sam the king says we're in the future i don't know why he said that raven elf says hi skunkabell um so that wasn't even to us i'm reading out things where they're talking amongst themselves now yeah yeah don't do don't that, do that. That's eavesdropping. um and I'll leave that one then. Really Minty says he's a gentleman and a scholar. I should have said that instead of um, he's a caring lover, really, shouldn't I? No, no. I prefer what That's you fair. would um, mm. Sam the King says that the evil has landed. That's Sam from... Evil? <laughs> the evil has landed. He says the yeah. eagle has landed, and I don't know if that's a little swipe at your eaglet nose. Yeah. I'm going to scratch my nose. And at... brow. I look like an angry bird. Well, from the game? Yeah. I am quite... Yeah, but I'm an apex predator. What are your fingernails like? Have you got talons? I've got many talons. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know what? That, those hands remind me of... You know when you see someone that's got engaged on Facebook and they go... And they've got a picture and they're like, he's finally asked the question. Hey, look, I'm going to do that virtual thing. We're going to do the make a minky thing. <laughs> oh, it does look like that. <laughs> yeah, it does look yeah. like that. Um... Sam says, fuck the budget off. No. Um, we can hear, says Batters. Thank you, Batters. And someone has asked if Janice is here. Who knows? Who knows? Spyro the Warrior DM, evening all. Raven Elf has done two little emojis. And right, is this Twitch? This is, is this what you do. Just re- this is like Twitch. Being... This is it. It's like you might as well just get a pager. I feel like, I feel like this is a, a, like we're just reading a pager. Yeah, 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 yeah. I want you go engage. I want to engage with them and build them up. The more people that talk, you just said that. The, the more people that um, the, the more they talk, the less we have to do. It's like being an MC. Mm. Um, Skunkabell says, "I am Janice, you idiot." So I don't believe you. But I think Janice there goes I... quite harsh with the "I am Janice, you idiot." Calm down, yeah, mate. He's changed, changed, didn't he? Uh, he, he has changed. Uh, Batter says, "Is this going to be weekly?" Uh, Skunkabell says I hope it will be daily um, I don't know it's going to be definitely bi-weekly and then we'll see what happens we've got some good guests coming up alright mate I haven't um, booked any oh. <laughs> did you think I was like don't worry about yeah. it guys yeah. I've got some good ones coming up <laughs> I, see I know we've got Justin today but yeah, just stay yeah, with yeah. me this is going to be fine um and then Sam the King says, what's a spin-off called I'm wank to that? Don't yeah. know what that means, Sam. You're going to have to work out how to type. I'd. He means I'd wank to that, doesn't he? Oh, does he? Well, you're so in tune yeah. with him, aren't you? Mm. So before we start, Justin, let's understand. Let's learn a little bit about you and your film needs, wants and desires. Because I've mm-hmm. known you now for up to a year. It's got to be a year, in it, that we've been... What, in real terms? What, in terms of the time we spent together? Yeah, not quite a year. I reckon it's more than that. We've been podcasting for seven years now. Mm. We've been gigging together for a decade. Not together. We've gigged together. When I, when I haven't got a good gig, I'll do one with you. 
Um, we're meant to be gigging on Friday. You pulled out. So you've proved, proved that Wait. point. Absolutely proved that point. Nailed it. Gonna just mix it up with this so you can't edit me bad. I'm definitely not gonna edit this. This is fine. I know you're not. Uh, no. For the listening public, Justin put on a hat back to front. Oh, everyone's watching it. Everyone's watching it, but it's also gonna be a podcast. Oh, I should put a hat on, guys. Yeah, I should, I should remember that that's gonna be the case. Yeah, you didn't tell me that. Um, Justin, what mm. films? There's an alarm literally going off somewhere. Uh, what's your favourite film? What kind of films are you into? I know that you hate film, but you are a trained actor. One second. What's that noise? There was an alarm, see? I can hear that. <laughs> it's going mad. There's a light come on. This is getting sorted. This is, this is live. That's how I talk to my people that was good i, I like, like that like old king cole i um what did you ask me what kind of films do you like this is about films and i'm wondering like what are you hoping for what kind of films do you like what's your favorite film for example i like weird films i like pretentious films if you looked at my films on paper i wouldn't like me really what's that, what's that fucking i don't know what that is i've never heard that before i can't life. hear so richard it Clay, now richard claderman's just come in for the older list who's richard claderman He's like he was like a he was like our Liberace. Oh really? Norwich yeah, is Liberace. Yeah. No, not Norwich. I think he was from the north. It's don't say Norwich, Norwich is the north. It's from where you are. Yeah, it's from here. Um, I think like I like films that sort of make you think. We feel like you learn something. I don't like um, blockbusters. The only blockbuster films I like were the original ones, like probably Jaws. Is that a blockbuster? Yeah, well, I think it's one of the biggest films of all time, so I would say... Yeah, so. yeah, 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 Jaws, because, like, a shark could bite you. But when you get a blockbuster... <laughs> but when you get a blockbuster like Spider-Man, I'm like, that's not... A spider could bite you. Yeah, but it wouldn't make you... Go, uh, if a, oh, yeah, exactly. This is the thing. So if a, a shark bit you... It becomes shark man. Come yeah, you become shark food. Don't no, you? no, you no, you become, become shark man. man. No, you become dead. Uh, and if a spider bites you, it's a bit annoying. Unless you live in Australia, and you might die. But <laughs> so then it's like that, that whole thing where it's like, oh, we, that, you know, anyone's got an origin story. It's just like I just I can't. Why? I, and then when it's like, oh, and then the universes collide, and um, Wolverine got uh, captured by the fucking Mister X. I don't know. Uh, I just don't like it. Skunkabell sums like... it up with two confused old men. Um... <laughs> Yeah. Um, I disagree, not with you there, with, with that comment, because I think you have to have these people, like, I understand the dislike of the blockbuster and all that stuff, because it is just, like, nothing, it just hits you and then it goes away, doesn't it, it's not changing your life, whereas if you watch, like, Gummo, one of the best, I oh, know that's my favourite, I know, how do you yeah, feel yeah, about yeah. that? No, that you love that film. No, okay, okay. This is the thing. A blockbuster just means the the phrase was coined because people queued up around the block to go to popular films. Is it? Yeah, blockbuster means drop that, that down, block... everyone. There you go. We've learned yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. I think, and I think it was first coined for Star Wars. They said this movie is a blockbuster. I mean, this is as a cr- like... you've blown this wide open from the start. Yeah, what? Why you got me off? Blockbuster means so... they've busted the block. Yeah, the bus, they've gone round the block. They've had to queue round the block and got all the way round, like lapped themselves, like that, like that snake eating its own tail. A robberus. <laughs> so, so I think it was Star Wars where that phrase was coined. But blockbuster has come to mean shit 
or one-dimensional or or uh, superficial, out, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it hasn't. But that's what I'm saying. But so people started going instead of making films that could have been seen as influential and sort of like you know sort of like important. They started to go, oh, how long can we get the queue? So then the people are making the films and they're making these populist films to entice the most morons rather than trying to make good work. So that's when the whole thing started to collapse. I know this is a film, film movie. I'd, I'd say this isn't about... And there's a difference between films and movies in my mind. Mm. I would say One Perfect Cuckoo's Nest is a film. And I would say... Uh, uh, Marmaduke 2 is a movie. <laughs> See, the listener needs to know that Justin looks over to his right. I imagine saw a DVD of Marmaduke 2 and then literally said it out loud because he's my got five year old. My five year old is off school when he watched Marmaduke 2 today. <laughs> so, for what is essentially an improv. Uh, Twitch stream that's coming up in a second. We've just seen that Justin's main source of <laughs> improv is look at what's next to him and think about what literally just happened. Well, how does this... <laughs> well, I'm not fucking Socrates, am I? <laughs> it's just oh, the fact you went. Like... It's the fact you went. Uh, Marmaduke. <laughs> he just looked off to the side, and there he was. Uh. Um, well, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> right, so... Yeah, so, so, so my, my, I haven't got an issue with populist, but when it's a race <laughs> to the bottom... Yeah, I totally and, agree. And then I think that then the dumbing down... I remember when I was at school, and like, we had this Australian business studies teacher, and he goes, you used to talk about dumbing down, and dumbing down's going to be this thing. And I thought, what the fuck's he on about? And now I'm like, oh, God, he was so of right. Of course he was. I totally agree. But he said, of course he was. Now, this is 1990. Oh, 1990. 1990. Oh. <laughs> I was going to make it. It was 1990 something, but it was actually 1990 probably. Um, I just need to say Ginger Elvis says what we got here. First time chat from Ginger Elvis. Uh, Greg AFC with a first time chat of a smiley face. Um, I've not read lots of the things. I can see Sam says Ash is not prepared for this podcast. They both seem to not be prepared at all. This is what it's like. People think we're not prepared. This is going well, isn't it? That's going all right. Um, what's, what's prepared? Go watch, go watch something prepared. I'll tell you what, want. listener, viewer. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, well, go watch something else. I don't, I don't it's not prepared. Uh, Batter says, I love the blockbuster Star Wars, especially the original and prequel. I don't like the prequels. That's all of them. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that is all of them. Uh, Raven Elf says to Skunker Bell, they're just having a conversation. I'm not going to read that out. It's very difficult. See, I'm not good with the comments. I'm really not. The blockbusters were ruined by Dan Dean Dev Devlin, who made Godzilla, Independence Day, Stargate, and all of the offshoots like Twister. Well, you can blame particular people, but you've got to blame the people that go and buy the tickets, ultimately. Oh. You've got to blame the people that go and buy the tickets. You have to. Don't go and watch them. You have to. Go and watch. Go and watch. Go on. What? Look around the room. Look around the room. No, I watched a film the other day, and it was quite good. It had one. Of, it had the tall one out of Flight of Concords in it. I can't oh, remember Oh, yeah, it Jermaine called. Clement. Yeah, probably. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was, Eagle versus Shark. No, but... 
it wasn't a blockbuster. And I was like, oh, at least I was sort of like, it was about a relationship. Eagle versus it, Shark. Yeah, Eagle versus Sharknado. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, good one. Okay, so like um, let's have a little look at this. For the first time ever, I want the world to see this randomizer. What have I got to do? What do you mean? What? Don't say what have you got to do now. We're 23 minutes in. We are not. 23 minutes. All you've been doing is reading out this toilet wall graffiti from these fucking mooks. So here we have it, ladies and gentlemen. This is the randomizer. I'm going to click on this cinema ticket in a moment. And then what we will have is our first randomized film. Are we all ready? This can only go one of two ways. It <laughs> <laughs> can go two ways. This then. can only go one of two ways. Here we go with your first film, Justin Panks. Are you ready? This is the first film ever. If we get no, 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 not yet. I'm not ready yet. Brace yourself. If we get Ask Blood, if Ask Blood ever comes up again, there needs to be something that happens. Like it needs to be the. I don't know what that is. We need to think about that. Any suggestions? Sam the King says he's on a bus. So well done. Oh, he did strike me as a bus. Person. He is bus wanker. Right here we go. Here's your first film, Justin. You braced. You don't have to like. There's no pressure on here. I just want. Can I pass on any, or can I've got to go? You can pass on it if you want, but you know, I yeah, we did a little run through the other day, and ones that I thought were useless, you. Right, so there's no passing. Okay. It's got to happen. Okay, got okay to happen. that's the rules. It's not for every episode, but I'm I'm SAS of improvising. So the first ever randomized film, and I'd watch that, is Heat Tomorrow. So that, I think, is the heat from the film Heat and Tomorrow from the film... Tomorrow Never Dies. The, what's, that, what's the one about... What's the disaster movie with Tomorrow? The Day Before Yesterday. That's true. That is it. No, it's not. It's, it's The Day After heat Tomorrow. Heat Tomorrow. But, what are you feeling? Yeah. What you got in your, uh, in your thoughts for Heat Tomorrow? That's a difficult one to start with, I think. Oh, fuck me, that is. Right, this is a teenage high school film. Oh, yes. they're on heat. And... No, 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 no. Hey, are you going to interrupt yeah, me? Yeah, 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 I am going to interrupt you. Oh, okay, fair <laughs> enough. Okay, I'm used to that. No, no, Heat Tomorrow is about the eve of the high school prom. Oh, and the whole yeah. Film, the whole film is set on the day before the prom. You never actually see the prom in the movie. It's like an art house film, and it's about anticipation expectation anxiety and it's about teen angst yes yeah, teen angst and it's called heat tomorrow and it's a bit like you know the old 70s films that you look back now that were very dodgy that were about tricking women into sex like porkies and there was other ones yeah, as well was what was but that this is such a weird time in and american pie sort of parodied that but also had their cake and ate it and it was Quite, there was a lot of that in it. I'm going to say problematic. But, um, so I think Heat Tomorrow is set in a high school in Massachusetts, just outside Boston. So they haven't got the identity of Boston, but they're sort of like a bit like that. And it's a bit of a pretty in pink, but there's no money shot. It's a very low What do you mean, it, no money shot? 
Well, I don't know what pretty. You don't get to. You don't get to see how it plays out. Oh, you... all you get. To see, all you get to see is the fretting and the and the sort of like I said, the angst and the sort of like you get to see the anxiety before the Lord Mayor show. You don't get to see the Lord Mayor like show. Like the bitching, should... the girls that are there. Is it like the typical American thing where it's like the the girls that are... you get to see all the drama that weaves itself up is to it a an drama? event? Is this a drama? Yeah. Well. No, it's more of an art house improvised thing. I've gone very lo-fi, very low budget to begin mm -hmm. with, but I, I think that has been informed. I'm not being pretentious. I think that has been informed by, by the today that, that you watch High School Musical. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I think it heat tomorrow, and I think it's about and and the tagline. I know I might be jumping. Yeah, yeah, ahead. that's it, one of the things I want your tagline. It would be warm today. <laughs> <laughs> because this is about the build-up to something and it's an exercise in that and i think sometimes in life the well it's like anything isn't it like look at your christmas dinner you spend all you spend three hours or four or five hours whatever it is preparing it preparing it and it's like 10 minutes in the eating and this is a study of the elevation to something looming and you don't get to see how it plays out well it doesn't really matter because you realize that all of the drama around this conflict and the and the uh, yeah all the sort of like drama is in the build up. It's beautiful, I think. Is it? So you're talking like a an ensemble cast. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be a young cast of unknowns that will be wearing very pastely colours. This feels like, like a massive well. launch. The possible of like you're talking about the next generation of your Hollywood heart. Yeah, this could this could go into like a new Dogme '95 type movement where this is about. This is about hinting and foreshadowing, forbearing, and it's all about that. You know, you look at sort of like films like Battleship Potemkin when the, where the pram falls down the Odessa steps and there's all these foreshadowing things. And it's like these things are sort of like hints and it's all hints and all foreshadowing and you, then the rest you don't ever get. And I suppose that has been done to a lesser extent, hasn't it? Where like you sort of like build up to things and they end. I hate that. <laughs> Yeah, I hate like the end of the Sopranos, like when Tony Soprano's with his family in that diner and the door opens and he looks up and then it ends. There's someone bringing and in the soup, isn't it? This film is that moment stretched out over ninety minutes, eighty minutes. How long's a film? I don't know how long a film. It could be. Out. Well, no, you tell me. How long is it? That's the thing. Is it going to be a ninety-minute film? Twenty-three minutes. Twenty-three. No, it's about ninety minutes. No, over ninety minutes. It is the moment. If you, if I did an art piece in the Tate Gallery, it would be. The end of the Sopranos, not the end. Yeah, the end of the Sopranos, but slowed down so it took 24 hours for Tony Soprano to just look up at the door. So the door doesn't open. Yeah, it stretches out, and this film is 90 minutes of Tony Soprano looking up at the door. That's what this is. Okay. This is very conceptual. This isn't the sort of film you would go and see because no, no one's, one's going to see this film. Off. Let's make that. No, no one would see it. No. no one would see it, but it would probably. Have it's it. winning it awards. Have... It's winning awards at Carl. It would, win... it would have a lo-fi soundtrack from that bloke we did, the Curious George. Remember, he was quite Curious big, George, but... the monkey and the. Was he called like Joseph Jones or something? He was like a... he probably. Curious had George, isn't that a little monkey, a cartoon monkey? Yeah, yeah, but but they had that Californian flip. He was like the Californian flip-flop Ed Sheeran. He was called like Joseph Jones or something. He had a guitar and he was all sort of like quirky and Hawaiian sounding, but sort of so. Can anyone advise who he's talking about? Yeah, probably. So he had that sort of like uh, just acoustic guitar, maybe a sort of like motify riffy soundtrack. What yeah, carries yeah, yeah. On. I've got, I can hear it. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's no real arsehole. It's not like a high school film where you've got the jobs. Set the in reality. 
and everyone's a bit. I'll tell you what I'm thinking. I'm thinking a bit party of five. That is so not the point. That is so not the point. That sort of dialogue. The first time I ever heard that sort of dialogue when people said that is so not the point. And I remember like I was at college and my my then girlfriend was watching it, and I had to leave the room when that little fucking annoying midget girl kept. Oh, little girl kept saying that is so not the point, Corey. That is so not the point. I was, Who talks like that now. Everyone talks like that. Everyone does. Um, so everyone so does. Right. So let's see. Skunkabel Yanis has said uh, he was thinking of an apocalyptic day after tomorrow vibe with heat tomorrow. I mean that that like that was the obvious one. I was going to yeah, say yeah. that it's about. I was, I was going to say it was about the sun, as they say. Becoming, you don't need, you uh, need to uh, say what feels right. You don't need to say what you were going to yeah, no, say. Yeah, no, no. But I think that would be... See, that's why I'm on the show and you're in the chat, Yanis. Because I didn't go for the first obvious one of it. It's about when the sun comes to the end of its life and expands and engulfs the earth. That's obviously what it would have been about. And I hinted at that by talking about... Yanis suggests uh, it's about all the volcanoes going off at once. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, mine was even better than I that. I love it. But I'm... Heat tomorrow is. I just saying it's about it's about that kind of lukewarm moment before the white hot crucible. I love it. I do. Event. Like I said, I don't want to watch it, but I want it to be made. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. There'd be people in dungarees and stuff. Hello, Ashlax McNulty over there it's in a bit of chat. Um, or uh, Skunkabel also says heat tomorrow could be the sequel to Mexican food today. That's a bit base. Yeah, a bit base. Yeah. Well, no, that's that's you know that's that's fine, but. I... You know, heat tomorrow, I just think, yeah, you know, I just, I'm, I don't know. I was trying to actually make a film wrong. No, than... it's beautiful. That's absolutely perfect. Yeah, yeah, Frippo YT, my own offspring, says, I doubt there will be heat tomorrow, judging by the recent weather trends. Yeah, that's good. It could be about a weather person. That's a good thing. It could be, it could be sort of like one of those, it could be about a weather person, a bit like Anchorman, but not, you know, not a comedy, about a low level local weather person from Sacramento or somewhere like that. I love your little American references. Oh, by the way, listener, Panks's hat is now back on. Yeah. That's, but yeah, uh, I'll take it off then. Sorry. No, keep your hat on. I like it. But I like putting hats on and off. I put a lot of hats. Hats go on and off. That's what I do with my hats. They go on and off. I don't like to keep... And, um, but it could be about someone who's completely depressed because all they get to do is say it's going to be hot tomorrow. It's going to be hot. And they're just like, oh, my life is just like Groundhog Day. Do you know what I mean? It's my. I just heat. Yeah, to be fucking. It's El Scorchio, I suppose, isn't it? That's the, what uh, I'd call it, El Scorchio. Well, the the uh, far show thing, but it's like, how about this existential crisis for a weather person? When you said it's like uh, Groundhog Day, famously, that is about a weatherman. I didn't clock that when I said it, but you're right. But I didn't mean it's no, like Groundhog Day. To, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Okay, so was Groundhog Day a saying that meant repetitive? Well, days. Groundhog Day well, is literally a thing where they that thing where they pull the groundhog out and then it whispers okay. to I know him. that, that, I know that, that is called Groundhog Day. And okay, but he gets stuck in if, that day. But if you had a job and everything was the same, you'd say, oh, it's like Groundhog Day. Is that from the yeah, film? Yeah, I think that's from the film. So so Groundhog Day is a thing about a, 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 a groundhog declares whether it's going to be a good summer or not. He stands up and says, it's going to be a good summer. No, but you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. It's dependent on what the groundhog does. But the term groundhog day to mean repet I repetition. Think that was made you think, oh, you think, oh, you can't Google stuff now. I can, can you, I can easily do it. I've got my phone oh, there. No. I'm not going to do it. it. Okay, that's great. I love that. Heat tomorrow. Uh, people are saying, is it not a sequel to the film Heat? 
Uh, some people laughing at the fact I can't edit this, so that's good. Um, right, are you ready for your second film? I'm going to click save on that one. Are you ready for your second film, Jussie Peanuts? Mm -hmm. Here mm -hmm. we go. And listener, I want more and viewer... Get involved. Let us know what you think as well. I do like to hear what you think. Hang on, can I just can I just make a suggestion oh, yes. to the viewer and listener? Instead of telling me what your film would be about, why don't you chip in and add to mine? Oh, that's this is probably my... much more creative. Yeah. Yeah, my film. Whatever I say, the film is. You, you tell me who's in it. You tell me what. Just give me the. Because we could all go on well, doing it about a volcano, but right. let's all work together. I like that. Let's be a team. Uh, mm, there's no says I give this how a maximum of two episodes uh, he has corrected himself but I'm not going to read it because you shouldn't be so mean Yanis how about that I can't even read don't that read it mate you don't need to read no. them especially mm. from him right here we go thanks Yanis uh, your next film Jussie P are you ready mm -hmm. Crusade Nation so mm -hmm. I imagine that is Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade potentially and Nation mm -hmm. Got no idea what nation is from, what film that's from. Crusade Nation is a sci-fi film. Oh. And it's more about us colonising planets. We have already colonised Mars in the year 2081. Yeah. But it is now the year 3011. <laughs> and we talk about the old country, Earth, in very hushed... No, no, in very sort of like... Basically, I think we go to Mars in whatever year so I just we, said. Are we being Nation of Earth? Crusade, yeah. So it's a, the Nation of Humans. So you think it's like Nation it's would be nation. like the English Nation when we went on the Crusades? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we go to a we go to a con, uh, a planet called uh, Con Conquisius, and on Conquisius. What does that mean? I was thinking of con conquest, conquered, yeah, con yeah. So we go to Conquistadors. So yeah, exactly. So we go. We've done all this research, and like you know, when we came to Mars, and we'd be like, right, we're not going to do that thing where we mine everything and, and fuck it we're up. Not well, that, you know, yeah. we're, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. We did it. We did it again. Oops. Well, funny you we say that. As you say that, Ravenel says we would crusade to other planets as humanity never changes. That is what exactly. you're saying. So then we realise that we are, oh, I'm trying this back to one of my things, that we are, humans are a cosmic parasite and it is in our nature to propagate and destroy the host. So the, it goes against, what's the idea of it is that we... It's like, you know, Planet of the Apes, you know at the end of Planet of the Apes when he sees the Statue of Liberty and he realises that humans are bad yeah. and he's like, oh, why did we do this? This is like the other side of that and we realise that we are programmed to do this we are the crusade nation and is the, that the, the last line of the film does one of them look round or they go to another planet and they realize it's already been completely mined how about, how, how <gasps> what about they find like they find like a, a an ark and instead or they find like a box and instead of the dead sea scrolls in it there's a dvd of planet of the apes <laughs> so they have to reverse engineer a dvd player and then they watch it, and that's a bit like them reading the Bible. And they go, 
Oh, fuck. I'm just thinking they turn up to a planet that's already been mined to nothing. Like it's like craters, and they think it's uninhabitable. They, yeah, but then yeah, they realize, yeah. and then they find the human artifact. They'd already been there and fucked it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, this is yeah, just yeah. Maybe that. so that's what's happened. Humankind, the last few people left on Earth, then repopulated, left the yeah. planet again, and then the yeah. Earth come back to normal and fixed itself and then those people overpopulated and went off and did it again so the or how about how about this so they all land on this planet Conquisius Conquisius well done and going, well done on remembering I don't think I did and they go I think you've just forgotten and they I get on this down. planet and they're like and they're like we've, we've done some viewing there's all these inhabitants we're going to destroy but when they got there, get there the inhabitants have already destroyed themselves so they get there and because they are this crusade genes and they've all been we've been like you know like um how you sort of like get a, the fastest dog to breed and breed and they end up in the greyhound yeah. yeah yeah so we've done that so we're now these like super aggressive conquerors a bit gone back to like space vikings which also be a good name for it. That could be the tag tagline. Is that what you call? So the... Do you want that to be your tagline? Because that's what I'm asking. Yeah, yeah, Space yeah, Viking. This feels a bit like a B movie now. Though, if you put Space... oh no, it's not hundred percent a B oh, movie. Oh, is it? Okay. B movie. This is like when um, John Travolta did the Scientology one. So this is a B As... movie. So they get to the this planet, and all these people have already wiped themselves out. So then, because we get there with these super jacked up genes. We don't settle. And I get. I tell you what. I used to wear jacked up jeans. People took the piss out of me. They called me Michael Jackson. They called me Jack off. Uh, they did it all the time. You can't wear jacked up jeans. So they get there and they start eating themselves, attacking themselves, and then there's a parable for what we're doing now. And that's when you do the thing where you they find an artifact and you go, "Oh, that's what humans are doing on this planet, man." That's what we've done. She'll be working together. So for the film, you're sort of getting this sort of sense of this. Um, this sort of like space armada getting their ducks in a row and being unified. They get to this place. There's no, it turns out there's no one to kill because they've already killed themselves. Then they turn on each other and it seems futile and it seems kind of like counterintuitive. And then there's some sort of pullback and reveal at the end, well, that's what we're doing. Crusade Nation. Uh, can you, because you're saying it's a B movie, give me mm. a ballpark budget because I understand like you've got blockbusters now that are like 40 million quid which isn't like yeah. but you've got some that well, are... well how much did right do you know how much certain films cost like, I think Deadpool for example was about 40 million quid oh fuck me well like fucking 8 then so we're talking 8 million budget maybe not even have you got any actor or the type of person it doesn't have to be a specific actor but like have you got a level because you know like you it, it, i'll tell you it'd be someone out of a telly this program. is what i was going to say it, you know like you'll watch one of these films and it'll be like you think it's a blockbuster but it's not and then it'll be some bloke who's on eastenders and you'll just go hang on a minute that's the like john yeah, from the Wondrette. It, it would be someone sort of like who was in breaking bad but wasn't like one of the main ones in the breaking bad it'd be like uh it'd be like fucking gilbert ermentrout or something and um, I like it in those films where you do get an English bloke that is just doing, oh, doing American doing accent. American accent. Yeah. And you go, oh, this is it for him. And then you realise it's Matt mm. Goss and he's done. There's nothing more for him to do. Or it might be the bloke who was the bad robot in Terminator 2. Yeah, He'd be the main dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't dude. know what his he's name doing is. doing nothing now. No, I don't know. The one who turned into Mercury. People will know what his name is. I could look it up on IMDb, yeah. but that's probably asking too much. Um uh, so Ginger Elvis says, when you say us, do you mean the intergalactic Soviet Union? It's very topical. Mm. Um, Sam the yeah, King suggests it's a musical about colonisation. <laughs> Colonialisation. 
Um, Raven Elf says we could crusade to other planets as humanity never changes. So that is kind of what you said there. Um, Sam the King says it's full of monkeys. Uh, turns out even Elon Musk beats us to it. Uh, Yanis says I would make an animated film about a tribe of ants who go on a great war against a hostile termite den and the ant pope declares a holy crusade against the termites. The whole thing produced by Studio Gibby. I don't know what that is. Fuck, he's a weirdo. Yeah, Yanis. Thanks. You're a weirdo. Thanks bro. for being there, Yanis. We love you. Um, Raven Elf, he would buy like a husk or a Mr. House from Fallout. I don't know what that means. Jacked up trousers are trendy now, says Sam the King. Turns out I was very trendy as a youngster. Um... And Raven Elf says, I'd defo watch that, but I think in relation to something else that, not that. So we've got to get these. I'd watch that. I think that's the type of film I would watch. I love that you're reading the comments so you've come close to the screen. I can't see them. They're tiny. Them they, how big are they? They're screen? quite small. Yeah. Um, I don't even want it. I don't even... And <laughs> oh my god, Ash with chat says Raven Elf. Raven Elf, how do I know whether to read it or not? How do I know if it's a little conversation you're having? Oh, that, that, what does she mean? You're not good at reading chat. Yeah, I'm chat. shit at reading chat. And everyone says it on everything I ever do. They're like, oh my god, he doesn't even know not to read this conversation I'm having. But how can I know? How can I know? I'm just reading anything. Yanis says, shall we fund some glasses for Justin? What? What, what have I done wrong? Exactly. All my comments are from ages ago. Please read chat, Justin. Save us. Raven Elf, I'll say this to you as I said it to Yanis. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, but yeah, don't yeah. stop watching. And if my son yeah. is still watching, I'm sorry, I swore. Um, oh, we're not, is your son watching? Should I not swear? Don't swear all you like. I don't care. He doesn't care. Um, yeah. Right. So with regards to this, before we move on, um, give me like the pivotal scene. This is the first sort of blockbuster. I should have asked this on yeah. the last one. Give me the thing. You know, you're sticking it in the trailer. This is the yeah. thing that gets talked yeah. about. Yeah. Right. No, but the thing about this one might not be the. Okay, this is a bit of a sixth sense. It is the bit of a usual suspects. It is the end scene when you realise that we are perpetually doomed to keep doing yeah. this. So the pivotal scene is at the end when we go. Oh, it doesn't matter if there's an enemy. Or if there isn't an enemy, because of our nature, we are always going to be destined to do this. I like it. That, that, so the pivotal scene is the end when you sort of go, then they realise that this has been going on forever. Somehow they find a space Yeah, map. no, I think you're right. No, it'll be like, yeah. I think, I do think that they go to a planet, we've already done it, and they realise that they it's a cycle. that we're Maybe on. we've gone right at the start. Yeah, yeah maybe we've done a, a space loop. Yeah, space loop, which is the sequel, isn't it? Yeah, it could be. Space Loop. Right, are you ready for your third film? Mm-hmm. Here we go. Way of the... That's meant to be Casino. There is a spelling mistake, but it says... It could be Way of the Casio. <laughs> it, it could be about... It could be about... Like the, are they Casio Way of the Casio, please? If you want to do Way of the Casio, do Way It's a cross between Karate Kid and Crossroads. In Crossroads is the dueling guitar. It's the same actor Ralph, in both. Ralph Machia? Ralph Machia? Yeah, yeah, Machia. yeah. yeah. But Way of the Casio is a bit like the foot fist way, but instead of karate, it's about keyboard players. <laughs> and they have a 
it's like they have dueling keyboards, like the beginning of Deliverance. Are they wearing them like you know the comedian Huge Davis, where he wears it in straps over his shoulder, his keyboard, so he can walk around and play it? One of them does, and one of them's a bit more authentic. One of them's one of them's classic. Yes, one of them's classically trained. Comes from the right side of the tracks. He's been trained up. He's got all the the new Casio. He's got all the Casios. He's got Moog organs, Moog organs, whatever you call them. And he's got like a, he's got like all the money behind him. And he's a rich hedge fund kid. The other one's from the wrong side of the tracks. His dad died. He left behind this little battery powered Casio. Not even a full size Casio, but he had talent. Is it at. a tiny had, Casio? And- yeah, it's a tiny Casio keyboard. It's like it's the one that was about two foot long, and it's. And he's got like the demo, bossanova, samba, and they're saying you need a new Casio, you need you can't play with this organ. And he's like, that's my dad's organ. That you know, and he's it's a bit like that. You know, the thing. Oh, many films have been made where the kid finds a magic pair of football boots. He thinks the powers in the football boots. The powers not in the football boots. The powers in him. The way of the Casio, it goes for a round robin like a wrestling Hey, kid, or... no playing demos here. That's a bussing yeah. over and you know it. I'm not playing a demo. Hey, in the next round, you're up against... Come on. Fanny Snodgrass. Hold on, and hold he on. Is when... the best Casio. Fanny Snodgrass, let me write that down. Fanny Snodgrass is the hedge fund kid. He's got all the backing. He's got brand new batteries in his Casio. He's got all the new, he's got all the samples. He's got like a fucking the better drum machine. He's had it upgraded. Fanny he's Snodgrass. Got... And Fanny Snodgrass is the shooter McGavin of the keyboard world, yeah. the competitive keyboard world. And Fanny Snodgrass, anyway. What worries me Snod... is I know that you only can make up things that you can see. You looked off to the right and you said Fanny. Fanny Snodgrass. We don't know what's over there, but we've got a fair idea. <laughs> Next it's... to the Marmaduke 2 DVD is a yeah, it's yeah. a pornography. It wasn't a DVD. I, I downloaded it, mate. Like it's 2011. I'm fucking with it. So Fanny Snodgrass. Fanny Snodgrass. So pivotal moment, like uh, Tonya Harding, pays some henchmen to sneak in and break. I must the hero's name. Let's think of the hero's name is um, Chet. Chet. Yeah, it's American. It's Chet. Look around the room. He's looking around the room. <laughs> table. <laughs> Chet table. <laughs> uh, so, hold on. Someone just asked for a sound effect, so I'm going to use this one. I don't know. You can't hear that, but the listener heard it. <laughs> um, so Chet table. Chet table. <laughs> Chet Table is the one whose dad's dead. He's got the little Casio. His dad's dead. Yeah, his dad. Piano fell on him. He was a removal man. His dad was his dad was a session musician that was employed by Fanny Snodgrass's (laughs) dad. He was like the big. (laughs) Who was who was the big local musician? And it was a bit like Kingpin, and they nobbled uh, Chet Table's dad. And they fucked him over, and like the only thing, he had no money. They ripped him off. No, they ripped him off. They ripped him off. So is he I not mean, dead? Like David, I mean, yeah, he's dead. Oh. But they didn't kill him. But he he done all the arrangements, and Chet Table's dad made all this money and left. And he's loaded, loaded. But like, um, sorry, Fanny Snodgrass's dad was the the famous one. But he he made his money by exploiting Chet Table's. Uh, dad, who did all the arrangements, the session, she never got any credit, never got paid for it. 
and he died in poverty. And the only thing he left to Chet Table was his Casio. And it's a bit wonky, but he just felt that it had his dad's mojo and power in it. Now, the day before the big competition, the final in way of the Casio, when they're going to go head to head, it's freestyle. There's a, they've got, no, hang on, in the way it's done, they've got to do a piece. They've both got to do a piece, choose a piece and do it to the judges. Then they've got a freestyle like dueling banjos, but dueling so, Casio. Uh, so, and but he's before, only got a little one and the other guy's got like an all singing, all dancing. Everything. He's got a like Rick Wakeman, the multi-story ones where he's got like, them all round him, like that little elephant out of Star Wars. Playing him over his back and all that stuff. Yeah, 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 all like that. So anyway, he pays some henchmen that go down to the cheap travelodge type hotel and they go in to uh, Chet Table's room and they smash up his Casio <gasps> and he has to go down and he goes, I can't do it, I can't do it. And has he got a he mentor? Has, has he got a Mr. Miyagi? Yeah, he has. He's the bloke that worked in Tandy. And is it goes, set in the 80s? It's not the keyboard. Yeah, so they're set in the 80s. Yeah, yeah, of course it is. This is retro. This is a retro one. So he goes, it's a bit like the Foot Fist way. It's a comedy. But he goes, it's not. It was never the keyboard, Chet. It was you. And he goes, I don't know. And he goes, let's go down to fucking... Whatever the equivalent is in America. What is it? Like Target. And we're going to buy this fucking keyboard... And then it doesn't matter. And he goes in there and he wins. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's and you I've got a lump in my throat just thinking about it. You feel a bit nauseous. Yeah, no, no. My thing is emotional. Yeah. I think it'll be emotional. So, uh, right, let's talk um let's talk budget again. We're going again around mm-hmm. the sort of I think this is a high budget yeah. for a comedy. I think this would be, I can see this being produced a bit like a wedding oh, singer. Oh, really? I'd okay. pitch it about, yeah, weddings. I think it might have, it might have Danny McBride in it as the as the mentor. I think the baddie. This film just took uh, a big step uh, up in my mind. I didn't realise how much I liked Danny McBride until you said his name in relation to where the Casio. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's all very much like making these sort of like big, sort of like speeches, but it's about something so ridiculous. This I'm just thinking this is excellent. Like, yeah, this is too good. Got to take this I really like this. this. <laughs> like, the irony, it would actually be funny, but it's such a... Yeah, that's why it's a beautiful... Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, actually, I can see him, but I can... Uh, the pivotal thing, you asked me the last question, I can see a montage in the middle where the, the, the keyboard guru is... And... and um, Chet Table is really improvised, and it's a bit like the Footloose when they're dancing to "Let's Hear It for the Boy." Do you know what I mean? And it's sort of like very much. Like I'm a getting a feeling of whiplash, but with Casios. Yeah. Oh, mate. Yeah, it's like whiplash, but instead of the guy in whiplash, it was against himself, going for perfection, also his mentor. But this is more like a got that Karate Kid aspect as well. Yeah, he finishes playing, and he looks down, and it, there's blood all over the keys. And you know what he does? It get it's a bit. I don't know who's seen Crossroads. Yeah, yeah. That's, there's the bit. There's the bit where Fanny Snodgrass does him. He does this big, big bit, and then it stops, and everyone's looking at Chet Table, and Fanny Snodgrass starts celebrating, and everyone's going Fanny, Fanny, <laughs> Fanny, and they're all doing this, and he's celebrating, and then you just hear this. <laughs> Bossanova star, <laughs> and then he plays this song 
that is his interpretation of a lullaby his oh dad my used to god sing to. we see it and every time in the film every time in the film you have this flashback to the last time you ever saw his dad and he's singing in this lullaby which is his own composition but it's all fancy is and it too much that the guy from casio is there and he goes i like it kid can and oh my god can we use it as a demo there, a guy from casio comes over a guy from casio comes over and says chet table we're going to use your composition as the demo on our Boom. Casio keyboards. Absolutely. And that's the end. So every time, and then everyone who ever had a Casio keyboard, they press the demo and it played Chet Table's song. That was his dad's lullaby. His dead dad's oh, lullaby. Oh, God. You know, not, not a dry, dry eye in the house, pod booth. Uh, So we're talking yeah. the 30, 40 million pound mark, aren't we? So again, yeah. you've got youngsters in there, I'd say. Yeah, Danny McBride, great piece of casting, Danny McBride. Absolutely yeah, superb yeah, bit yeah. of casting. Um, Do you know what, Ash? Can I go back? Danny McBride is his dead dad who comes back and speaks to him like a ghost. Oh, I think you're right. Like a spirit. Danny, Danny McBride okay, needs yeah, to be his Mr. Miyagi. I think I'm better than you. You totally are, okay, but we'll I don't that. think he... Yeah, well, don't fucking you start telling but me I think Danny McBride needs to be in this film. No, he is in it, but he's in it sort of like a bit like um, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Do you believe that? I don't know. I'm making <laughs> I just up. think I he's a great... I think Danny McBride is a brilliant Mr. Miyagi. I genuinely do. I think you nailed it first time. I don't think you need Ghost of his dad, but I All think right. his dad should be in it, but with flashbacks. I think this needs to be anchored in reality. That is the thing. They go... And do you know what? To just get the recognition of one of his dad's compositions on the demo of a Casio means more to him than making all the... Because Fanny Snodgrass's dad, yeah, and he's yeah. there. Does Fanny like Snodgrass win the competition? Up. No, no, he no. He does no. win Chet it. Table does. And, and he does win the competition. And not only does he win the check for £500,000, which saves <laughs> his nan's house, which is always in the film, dollars. He also, the man from Casio goes, we want that. And then, and then at the end... All, you see all these kids in like electric shops in the eighties pressing demo, and you can just hear his dad's lullaby. It's brilliant, and that's his absolutely thing. genuinely yeah, brilliant. Uh, can I have a tagline for the film, please? Hmm. Money, money can't buy boogie. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's see what the chat says about that. Let's see what the chat says. I don't want to know. Uh, uh, Sirio the Warrior DM says, how to learn the keyboard. Um, it's about a young keyboardist, says Sam. This is before it sort of came in. They need to use the sound effects. Yeah, they're right. You're not good at the chat, are you? This is before. I'm just reading them all. Yeah, but they've said this ages ago. Yeah, but I wasn't reading it while you were talking because you were on a flow. Serio the Warrior DM says, Justin, I'd so watch dueling banjos on the grand piano setting. So that's the point of it. I'd watch that. We've got our first I'd watch that, I'd say. Why have... Oh, they're, oh, they're getting in on it and using your... Why have the Casio um, sounds like a track? You know, you... It's just DJ on repeat. Don't know what that means. Uh, my, uh, Sam says, mine is a biopic about the person who wrote all the demo songs on the Casio keyboard. And no one heard... Did that come up before I said it? They're that was at the same time I said it. Um, I did a sound effect. No oh, one heard right. it because I turned off the desktop audio because there was an echo. Um, uh, Yanis says, I know Casio only as a manufacturer of cheap but very robust watches. I've got Casio That's watch. all right. Um, 
how about the Casio calculator watch bought from a charity shop and turns out to be a time machine? A lovely, a lovely option. A lovely oh, that's option. good. But the way of the way of the it reminded me of the way of the fist, which was a uh, was that a yeah, computer so. game? Yeah, 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 it was. Yeah, it was a great computer yeah, game. Yeah, so that's why I put the competition element in it. Um, I think it was absolutely brilliant. Um, right, so I've managed to chat there, so you know I don't think I fucked up too much, and I didn't read it when you talked to yourself. Right, are you ready? Is this your this is your fourth film we've got coming up now? Okay. Right. How many have got to do? You don't have to do six. You stop now if you want, mate. But come on, all night. Right here we go with your fourth film. Mission Escape. See, some of these just sound like those funny uh, Chinese. You know when they go, "Oh, did you know that Mission Impossible in China was called Tricky Job?" Or do you know what I mean? But Mission that could escape. be, I mean, Mission Escape Mission could, escape. sounds like it. Right, okay, got it. I've got it. That's how long it takes. For route to tip, route I, I've to got tip. it. Have you really? You've got the full thing. Yeah, yeah I've got the whole film, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm ready. So I'm thinking, I watched a film in the 80s called Mission, and it's about nuns, and this is about nuns in Africa. A bit like a Captain Phillips, they get captured by, uh, what do you call them? Pirates? Gorillas? Like, yeah, like, pirates, yeah, they mean gorilla warfare. Pirate, yeah, gorilla yeah, yeah, pirates. Yeah, yeah. Not, not the, yeah, not, yeah, not the fucking... No, um, yeah, I know snow. what you mean. Yeah. I could do that. Yeah, no, <laughs> That's but, the beauty of it. It could be anything you want. Yeah, it could be. Gonna, yeah, Mission Escape is all these <laughs> nuns go over there and they, they, they're, they're women of God. And they get... And these blokes are really... That's the people to begin with. They're being good little captives and they're going okay we'll sit here yeah you, you've got our hands cable tied behind our backs that's all right we, you know, we, we, we forgive you we forgive you and then one of them says something he says uh something about god and one of them looks up and gobs in his face and then these nuns all wow i wasn't expecting that yeah 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 these nuns are like, on. And there's an Irish woman is the is the main actress, and she looks up, and she says, and is going, and is I'm not going to do any accents. Apart. I can do the Irish woman's accent, but I'm not going to do the accent of the captor. So the captor says, "Your God can't help you now. You're in my country now. Your God, where's your God? Your God means nothing. There is no God. The only God is nice. money. Good line. Hold on, let me write that down. Yeah. The yeah. He goes, this is my God. And he throws a hundred dollars in her face. He was good. And he said, your God is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and, she, and then she looks up and she's got a, a habit on. And she goes, you insulting my God there. <laughs> Siri just came on. Siri just came on. Because you kept saying God. God's, God works through Siri. Yeah, mate. Like that is t- big tech. That's the man trying to stop me. So the uh, the, the nun goes. I like that you said you got into your Irish accent before she starts talking. The nun goes. So the nun there, she goes there, uh, she goes. She's Jordan, no, she goes. Yeah, she is. She goes, Morty. I got a fishing rod. She goes. No, you do. You do. I shouldn't have interrupted. I only yeah. apologise. Hang on, hang on, hang on. You interrupt. No, Siri interrupted. So he goes. 
there is no God. <laughs> he goes, this is my God. And he throws dollars in the face. And they all laugh. And they've got AK-47s. And they've got cigars in their mouths. And this nun looks down at all this crumpled up money on the floor. And he rips the crucifix off from around her neck. And he puts it on the floor. And he stamps on it. And he breaks it. And she looks down. And our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ, in his, in his human form, is snapped in half on the crucifix. And he lifts up his combat boot. And she looks down at the crucifix in the dust. And she looks up and says, Nobody stands on my crucifix. <laughs> it's very literal. It's very literal what she says. <laughs> it's very, very... And he says, I just stood on it. <laughs> it's written by a moron. And she goes, it's yeah, written. you did, but you should have. I wish you had It's disrespectful. <laughs> and he says, I wanted to disrespect you. That's why I stood on it. She says... part of the film not them escaping I think this is the first film that's made primarily for oh. blind people they just say everything <laughs> it's like they commentary. it's like basically reading subtitles oh god no but then, then they've got to escape and then they just I thought speak. they were so they, they militarised so how does she how do they get yeah, all the way they go right you'll never get out of your life you'll never, you'll never get out of this compound alive with hidden explosives everywhere and you've got, and then they've got to get out. Yeah. And it's like an escape room. All of the puzzles are, are faith based. <laughs> it's made by a church. It's like, you know, yeah, it's a Christian. This is, yeah, like Christian computer game. This has been made by, like, then people who did Coney you 2012 know, like, or um, something. Top Gun was funded by the military to glorify the. It was no, genuinely it wasn't. it's a propaganda film. Some of the funding for the film Top Gun was paid for by the US military. Genuinely true. This has got Did you know that Jaws was funded by Inland Resorts? Was it? <laughs> yeah, to stop people going on holiday to the beach. That's not true. But that's what they do. So they're all faith based puzzles, like an escape room oh, thing. God. And then they'll be like and they've got to work out stuff. And then Absolutely out. lovely. Really enjoyed that. Um, again, because so this is church. So is is it a, a hit? This film? Do you think? Is it like? No, no. This is this it is, is like, a Christian. It's like, um, it's, it, they go. We need an yeah. action film. Is that because you think about it? They have yeah, Christian yeah, yeah. rock. And the Christian computer game. They they might make films, but this is one where they've really tried to make a blockbuster film, and they've tried to make the heroes yeah, nuns. Yeah. <laughs> that are in a foreign country trying to spread the word of God in an extreme provocation. They're like, oh, do you know what? There's only so much shit. Yeah, but they wouldn't take. say shit. And- or do they? Is there one shit to like 
ground it. You know what I mean? They... No, no, there is, but it's she's just crap. You're so full of crap, Sister Margaret. <gasps> yeah, Sister Margaret. I've had a, enough of it, crap. She said it again. She's ten out of ten angry. <laughs> oh dear, that's the best one. There's only so much crap we'll take. <gasps> Margaret, that's a that's a that's a oh, cuss word. I don't give a crap. And then she got the young, the youngest, and she's just got <laughs> so many tits. You think she could have like a bullet vest on? I like, just imagine the young, Pandera, the youngest nun faints. The double crap. Yeah. Oh god. The, the double crap. Um, uh, Ashflax McNulty. So this is nuns on the run via the Expendables through uh, via the Expendables lens. I think it wants to be, but I'm not sure it actually is that. The trouble is, I think there are people who are insinuating that all films are like other films. Especially when you're going on the of titles course, of yeah, other yeah, films. Yeah. yeah, okay. As long as people aren't going, oh, this is just that plus that. It's like, yeah, okay. I'd well, like to say thank you to whoever deleted. Well, do you know? Do you know the tagline of Alien? They just went in when they pitched it, and they said it's Jaws Did in they? space. Yeah, and that's called a high concept film. And a high concept feel means the opposite of what you think it means. It actually means the concept is higher than the characterization, the writing. So when so 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 yeah, they went in and they go, "What's the film about?" And they went, "It's Jaws in space." Yeah, and went, let's make it. I think it was great. Yeah, is it called that. an elevator? So that's what for something is the you sell a film in the oh, the time it takes you to get to the meeting room. Yeah. Yeah, and they call that a high concept film. Is that the concept, you know everything from the concept rather than... Because if I said to you, like, if you describe One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, it sounds shit, but it's actually one of my favourite films. But if you went, oh, it's... uh... Yeah, but it's not... Yeah, yeah, okay. But it's not, but I know what you mean, yeah. It's Jaws in a mental hospital. Except there's no no shark. Uh, what's What's the controversy from this film? Is there a bit that... Is it that the nun says crap? Depict, no, they think that they've depicted the African nation as too uh, primitive. They have, they have, and they're going. Not all African nations. I think maybe I don't know if that was levelled at the, um, the Captain Phillips, but it, it's been like they're, they're too the the, the, the African characters too one dimensional and too primitive. But that, that is, is a big part of the, uh, the the Christian faith, unfortunately. But the reason the thing is, they've set it in the wrong country. They set it in like a quite yeah, modern yeah, yeah. African country. Like they've said, they've said it in Zimbabwe, and it's like, well, that's not like I don't know the African, but they're like, that's not like that. Yeah, do you know what I mean? So that's, that's there's an ignorance to it. A bit like when uh, Borat came out and the Kazakhstani president was like, that sort of controversy about it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they've picked they've picked a specific city and they've painted it to be like mud huts, and it's actually like a really modern city in real life. That's that's where they went wrong. This is beautiful. Absolutely bang on. I love that one. Congratulations. Ginger Elvis, thanks for the follow. <clears throat> that is very kind of you. Uh right. That was the film. Like we just got a follower because of that film that you just did. That's what I'm saying. I've gained a follower here tonight. Right, you ready for your penultimate film here, Justin? Here we go. Mm-hmm. Your next film. That was a cracker, I've got to say. Mr. Them what them? The Mr. Frog Show. I read it as them. I'm not very good at this part of it. I fully apologise. The Mr. Frog Show subscribed with Prime. I don't need to tell you to subscribe with Prime. Thank you, Mr. Frog Show. That was very kind of you. 
for your subscription. I'm shit at reading, Justin. Here we go with your fifth film. Are you ready? Yes. Yeah. Here we go. Cop Lethal. Is that his spell Lethal? No, it has been badly spelt. Yes, it yeah. has, hasn't it? There are some errors. Okay. It was input put for me by someone else. So I'm going not. to... Uh, this is... He's been under a lot of stress. No. And he's done this. I'll send him the errors. That's all right. I just, and I to be fair, the spelling of Cassio. I'm leaving Cassio in there. And I'm, I'll add Casino as well. I'm trying to do the same with Lethal. But I don't know. Well, what it feels that a means. bit Imperial Leather, but. Um... Cop Leather? Cop Leather. You, you run with what you want. I think. I think cop lethal. I think you can't quite. You don't need to say cop leather. You could do what you want. Cop lethal. So I'm going to go with lethal with meaning like lethal. Yeah. Hello. Lethal. So Mr. Frog Show. That's Paul. I've just realised. Hello. Oh, hang on. This is a policeman. His surname's Lethal. Spelled like okay. that. And everyone expects him to be like. Uh, is this a, is this know, a throwaway Duke comedy? Of- yeah, another one. Yeah, but it's not—it's like they think it's not like it's like if you—if you, if you don't say another one, this is fine. Like... You're not choosing these. These are. Yeah, but it, I think cop lethal is about like a—it's a bit like a bad Santa, but this policeman who's who's uh, bumbling, but his surname's lethal. So everyone always goes, "Let's get lethal." Oh, is, this a, is this a Christ- they, Christmas uh, film? I know you said bad Santa, but is this <laughs> set at Christmas? No, this is set. Uh, in the week between Christmas and New Year. <laughs> was it co- like the is it the gooch? Was it what they call it? The the taint, the, the Christmas taint. Yeah, yeah. And when you know when no one knows what bin day is, then that's what's going on. And the whole backdrop of the film was him sort of like going round there to you know it's like a it's like one of those sort of like not a whodunit where you that is piecing the investigation together, and it, everyone's going what do you know yeah, what yeah, it yeah. is today. Is it recycled or normal? And he's like, oh, that's what he's up against. To the fact, he's really. That's what he's up against. The, the confusion. It's a bit like the one where um, Al Pacino goes to that country where it never goes oh, dark. Oh god, that yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Is it called yeah, Insomnia? Yeah. I watched that. Like actually, that. gave me anxiety yeah. watching that film. I remember watching it just being this yeah. horrible. It's a bit like that, but instead of it never being dark and everyone Why being tired, black so no one knows what bin day. Why didn't he just get blackout blinds? I've got like a little Zorro Why didn't mask he have that? Well, as it really him... Yeah. <laughs> it's got a stick. It's got an attached mustache. Why and a did... ponytail. Because it drove him mad, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. That was... He couldn't sleep he was anyway. But murder. he couldn't sleep. But didn't he do the murder? No. Did he? I remember. I don't know. I remember he shot a dead bear and took the bullets out. He was doing something dodgy, wasn't he? Do you remember? He found a dead bear up behind a shed. And then he went back and he shot the dead bear and he took the bullets out and then he put the bullets so it looked like they'd... Don't know. No? I can't remember. I probably shouldn't talk about things I don't remember. Or things that don't exist, like Cop Lethal. You definitely should. But Cop Lethal is about... I think the thing about Cop Lethal is it's a bit of an ironic thing that his surname is Lethal, but he's not Lethal. Is he a bumbling idiot? Who is it? Who is it? Who is the who is the the cop? The cop is 
this is a this is a British film. This is a bit a bit of a it's a British film. Simon, it's a British. It's a bit of a Simon Pegg type thing, hot fuzz type thing. But the cop lethal is um, cop lethal. God, who's cop lethal? Charlie from Casualty. Charlie, he must be sixty five years old. Yeah, he's about to retire like all good cops. I'm retired tomorrow. <laughs> I just gotta get I just gotta get through this week and then I'm gonna sail my boat. Why is he American? In England. Because he's over here. That's why they sent him over here. Charlie like from Casualty people. gets a a massive break in movies. He's only been in look, I've I've not done this so far on this stream, but I am actually gonna go. We're gonna go over to IMDB right now. So here we are. We're over at IMDb. I hope you can still hear us. Can you still hear us? I'm going to type in casualty. Right. We're in casualty. I want to know the 1980 TV series. Let us know if you... Why 1980s? 1986 90s. it started. Fucking hell. All right. Sorry about that. I thought I would so never get on that. it. I'm going to find out what the guy's name is. Charlie from Casualty. How do we find uh, it? Top cast. I don't know. I thought there he was he the is. top geezer in it. Derek Thompson. Yeah, he is. Yeah, Derek. 1948. <laughs> He's 74 <laughs> years you. old. Uh, 42. Does that make him 74 huh? years old? All right, I didn't. I didn't tell you when this film came out, did I? This is before Casualty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do. Stuff? All right. Yeah, yeah, there's a loophole in it. No, no, he is old. He comes out of retirement. Hold on, is he the kids in the Hall TV series from 2022? How the fuck? The kids in the Hall. The kids in the yeah, Hall. Yeah, yeah, done a whole new one. It's meant to be very good. Oh, he's done it. He's in that. So. See, he's versatile, more versatile than you think. That's You've a good done really well. And that's the American yeah. break. Well, Canadian, isn't it, Kids in the Hall? Yeah, right, so yeah, let yeah, me tell yeah. you about his hey, career, home. okay? Casualty, 86 to 2022. 2000? <laughs> is that Twit 2000? Bollock the Owl. He's in Pennies from Heaven, that's a short. Holby City, he was in... He's been in old Holby City... For Oh, that feels like you can't be in Casualty and Holby City. That's not 13 the years in Holby City, mate. Um, he was in Resurrection Man. Oh. Wild Geese 2. He's in Wild Geese 2. That's a war film, isn't it? Um, in oh. Paper Dolls, he plays a male paramedic. That was in 1984, just before Casualty. That feels like mm. it, um, it got him the job, didn't it? Obviously, he was Harry in mm. Minder, one episode. I used to love Minder, but then I went back and watched it. It's rubbish. Oh, really? mm. Well, there you go. That is... That's, I mean, I, I've got to be honest. I questioned your casting there. I did. I questioned it. Yeah, well, you, well, you, you know you shouldn't. You should know that. And right so it is set in the... It's from the 80s. It's... No, it's set in the eighties. He, he is, is 74. actually seventy-four years old. Yeah, yeah. But he's how... seventy-four, okay. and they bring him out yeah. of retirement. There's only one man for this, and he needs to be who? 
lethal. And then he turns up with LEA. Cop lethal. Lethal. Every scene he turns up. And he goes, goes, hello, um, Detective Inspector Lethal. And they go, lethal. And he goes, LEA with an A. Um, So it's. Every scene. Like I think. Yeah, and me too. Yeah, banks with a P, I say. That's my Ginger thing, Elvis. Oh, uh, Ash Flaxman's notice says, between Christmas and New Year is an interesting setting. Every character is knackered, too full, hungover, or actively pissed. <laughs> yeah, and there's and again, it's a bit like Heat yeah. Tomorrow, isn't it? It's like you, you're looking forward to New Year, but you're just sort of getting over Christmas, and everyone, yeah, and everyone's sort of yeah. like not taking it seriously. Why is it a murder? Now? Is he investigating a why, murder? What? Yeah. Yeah, it's a murder. And everyone's going, why are you here? Like, fucking can't you wait to the New Year's? Like, no, Lethal never sleeps. And that's Lethal the tagline. Sleeps. Yeah. Um, L-E. Is it spelled L-E-A? Yeah, Lethal. L-E-A. And never sleeps, C-H-A-L. going back to what you were saying before about the... Uh... Yeah, 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 yeah. Lethal never recuperates between two big it holidays. It could be set in Norway. Um Ginger Elvis, Holby City and Casualty did a crossover once. I hate the fact that I know that. And then Skunkabell says, I would like it if it showed a policeman in a regime who takes advantage of his position and executes people arbitrary with a vigilante justice. He manages not to attract negative attention until one day he shoots the daughter of the autocrat. Then he becomes the hu- becomes hunted and is executed himself at the end of the film by the son of one of his victims and not by the autocrat's henchman. There is no hero in the film. That is the controversy. That's a bit like the Bad Lieutenant. They made it? two films called the Bad Lieutenant, though, didn't they? Isn't they? Well, I've seen the Harvey Keitel one, and that that is quite odd. That's good. I liked it. Well done. Well, I enjoyed that cop lethal we've got one more yeah. okay these all sound so like i said they all do sound like donkey kong don't they like is it like yeah. mistranslation well, yeah that is the beauty of it i think it leads it to so here is your final film this evening it's gonna be a good one sport lies oh god it's an obvious thing that's a very hot topic what, at the like minute the isn't it washing or you t- I was thinking you could go back. Like a, it could be about, it could be like a sport film, but about a trans athlete. Oh, okay, lovely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that if, look, if if trans issues are going to go into sport, and we're not going to, you know, biological doesn't make. Then I think there is going to have to be a sport yeah. film about it, right? Whether hero or heroine or neither, the nondescript. Um, Athlete, uh, All right. focus, fo- focal, focal yeah, yeah, yeah. character is they're someone. In a, they're in a minefield. Yeah. Go on. <laughs> yeah, I'm in a minefield, but they, um, yeah, it could be sort of like a, a sport thing, but they just absolutely thrash everyone. There's no, there's no fucking, there's absolutely no jeopardy at all. It's like Rocky, but so wins every round I think it's quite good. Everyone. It could play out that thing where. You know, there is this thing at the moment where people say, well, it's not fair, blah, 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 blah. So is there a part? Well, that's why the sport lies. Yeah, yeah. So is it going to be, is there going to be that thing at the end where they are accepted or 
Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, yeah. They're never mentioned. There's not no. There's no. Ch- oh, so film. it's not like a struggle piece. No, no. It's just. It's no. It's just meant to be. It could be like a sort of like parody. It is just like a film where you get the. You sort know what of like, this? That, that the, the trouble with that is, part. it sounds like one of those films. You know, know, like the Wayne's Brothers did White Chicks, where it was of it. Yeah, oh no, it's definitely problematic. I'm I'm not oh, really. I was thinking it's going to be oh, this thing yeah, where it's yeah, like yeah. because of this situation now, it's an opportunity to yeah. make a film about that struggle. Okay, but you're literally that. saying this is yeah, it's yeah. kind of like a '90s film where they thought, hold on, what if trans people were allowed in sport? Well, Johnny Knoxville was in one where he pretended to be. Yeah. Yeah, it's like that. It's not a good film, and I don't endorse it. Because there's an old film, what's that old film where the guy takes tanning pills to become a basketball player? Yeah, Soul Man or something. Yeah, bro, that is, yeah, I do remember remember. I just said it. Because there's a a white kid that can't get into college, but there's one place left, but it's like, yeah, it's like that, yeah, and and do you remember um, just one of the guys where a, a woman pretends to be a man to get same sort of thing to be, Yeah, do you remember that? But don't they end up like falling in they... love with her? But so yeah, this yeah, is yeah, a film yeah, yeah. clearly set in the nineties, late nineties, where all of that stuff yeah, yeah, is yeah. kind of just yeah. We can take the piss out of anyone that's. I don't think are they're they not? The piss in... I think they are. I don't know. So is I don't it, know. This is, is a it um, a transgender man or a transgender woman? I think what it's got to be and I is a bit. Spectrum. Yeah, that's what it's got to be. I'm just asking. Yeah, no, no, it's got to be, it's got to be a uh, man that's transitioned to woman and then finds it very easy. So there's no, there's no sort of like, it's just, that, that's the thing. It's not like, because I think if you did it a woman that transitioned to a man, I think, I don't know if I'm allowed to say, but there'd be more of an, it'd be more of an achievement and that wouldn't be sport lies. This is like sport lies. It's like, he's like, someone, but they're not transgender. They're not transgender. They're pretending. And that's the lie. Yeah, they're not transgender. It's just a man who identifies as a man pretending to identify as a woman to wow. complete. That's the lie. That and that and that's what happens at the end. They get found out, and you know what? Still bloody loses. Loses. They have that. Yeah, loses at the end because the lies are. Like, we, we've got you on tape here saying that you. Does you, he you're a man. then? Like, does he oh, then? Oh, so how does he get to rest? So he's found out afterwards. Or he's found out before, and then somehow does the race. Like they're coming down the stairs. Then, yeah. Like it's a man. It's a man running down the stairs. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a man. He, he doesn't identify as a woman at all. He's, we've got him on camera. We've we, we've outed him. Like a big he's argument a within the bowels caught on CCTV. It's, yeah, it's like it's rest. I think it's set in college. Really? Right. Yeah, I think I was so. Thinking, yeah. Because at the end, hundred meters sprint. No, or well, ice skating, ice, ice skating, figure skating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's. <laughs> I've just had a. I, it was just. I struggle with images, as you know, but I, I just had this sort of. Those little white ice skates, the white ones, and again, there's a man. Going, How do well, you know? That's, that's She's I'm got size thirteen yeah. skates. That doesn't matter. She's got a size 30. But they're going, oh, but I've just heard him talking to someone on the phone saying, this is the easiest scam I ever did. I don't really identify and as a woman at all. it's caught on CCTV. And he doesn't. So they go, and they go, do you identify as a man or a woman? Um, go on. Bobby Cup. <laughs> oh, no, thanks. Just accuracy. 
Bobby Cup, just out of curiosity, have you got, and be honest here, have you got a cup next to you? <laughs> it's a trophy cup. So, yeah, so Bobby's a, a either way yeah. name. Bobby's yeah. not the gendered name, I don't think. So, yeah, the Bobby Cup, and he goes, and he goes, yeah, I actually was, I just couldn't win in my college, so I've come here and pretended I identify as a woman, but I don't, but it shouldn't matter because I'm an athlete. And they go, that's true. And they let him wrestle in the final of the women's wrestling he loses. Yeah, yeah, it is. But it's about like, is it, what does he, that's, you know, what is that's, that's the, that's the ambiguity that people would say though, isn't it? That you can just identify, like you can, like someone could just say that. Not that they do, but do you know what I mean? And so this is, so he's, he's abusing, this man is abusing that system, and if we and if, if it wasn't the fault in the humans and the system, it's not the fault in the system; it's the fault in the humans. That's what I'm saying. Uh, you got any stars for it? Amber Heard. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I, don't, I just looked over and saw that Amber Heard. Ginger Abbey says I've this got. has hints of Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Yeah, well, God, yes. Have you seen that? Well, yeah. start throwing Not out. Pleasant. Yeah. Jim Carrey's got a lot of stuff in his films. That's no, no. Yeah, I love right Jim Carrey. I want to point out I love yeah, Jim Carrey. But I watched uh, Bruce yeah. Almighty the other day. There's some stuff in that which is unacceptable. There's the stuff. Yeah. Does he like make people's movies yeah. come out? Uh, and he stuff. grows people's boobs. He uh, looks up people's skirts. Uh, Dumb and Dumber. There's um, a yeah. Someone gets yeah. raped. A yeah. male rape scene. You know, I watched it with my kids. I thought, this is really funny. And then he's in the in the toilet cubicle and the sea bass, the big guy comes in and Yeah, unpleasant. I'm like, and oh, then Ace yeah, Ventura, there's some pretty ropey stuff in there as well. Uh so Amber Heard, and who is the uh the main chap? Uh Michael Serra. Yeah. Is that his name? Yeah. And uh, he and is he playing because Michael Sarah often plays himself that sort of character, doesn't he? So this is the thing. So the, the, on the, the before he's about to go into the final, he's on the phone to his mate going, "This is the greatest scam ever." I just told him all I identify as a woman. I don't at all. And that the, the his com, his competitor overhears him, records it. They go out and because it's like Hollywood. This is quite a big budget film. They're playing like a sort of like promo like they do at UFC in that when they sort of like, and she sort of like, his, his opponent kind of like hacks it and instead of playing his his um his sort of like composed intro, it plays him on the phone admitting that he doesn't Over really on the Jumbotron. On the Jumbotron. I'm going to beat you anyway, says booing. Amber Heard. Yeah, yeah, and Amber Heard says I'm going to beat yeah, you anyway. Love it. And then, and then I'm going to write an op-ed saying that you beat um, me. Lovely. Um, tagline? Uh, competition knows no gender. Quite on the nose again. <laughs> that was written by the nun who wrote that tagline. Well, after she escaped... <laughs> 
and they got her to write a screenplay about her experience. They said, you're quite good at this. You should actually come and work in Hollywood as a tagline, um, right? Right, so now, Justin, let's go and look. I think I clicked save on all of the films. Let's go and see what your films were. I definitely missed one of them. So you had Heat Tomorrow, Justin, in summary. Yeah. Heat Tomorrow, yeah. Warm mm-hmm. Today was the tagline. Um, famously, that was a lovely one about the uh, human... Yeah, that was that was that was a nice it little was, ease in, wasn't business. it? Uh, Crusade Nation, yeah. Space Vikings was its alternate title, um, set in thirty uh, eleven, a uh, B movie. Uh, then we had uh, Way of the Casio. Mm, that was my Casio favorite. Was a lovely, again, lovely bit of business. Mission Escape was the nuns. I really enjoyed Mission Escape. Uh, and then we had uh, Sport Lies, right. What I want from you now um, is I want you to pick one of these movies, Justin. And what I'm then Mm going to do is I'm going to go on this website, which um, creates a piece of art. Have you heard of such a thing? Okay. So it will create a random piece of art. So if you pick one of those films, I will then give you uh, different styles and then I will create a randomized piece of art for this to be the poster of this film. And so is the art it's, random? It's, it it's based, based on, on the words? words, but it is a computer algorithm. Oh, right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pick I'm gonna pick the one that I think the words Okay. I'm gonna go sport lies. It wasn't my favourite film, but I think that might make the most interesting art because of the okay. two words. Involved. Right, so here you go. Styles you have are love. I'm gonna use the word Ghibli, which is like what Yanis said earlier, G H I B L I. Death, mm-hmm. surreal, mm-hmm. robots, mm-hmm. no style, no. dark fantasy, mystical, baroque, etching, Salvador Dali, a uh, word that's German that's like watercolor, I think that mm-hmm. is in English. Uh, yeah, Provenance, yeah, yeah. Moonwalker, Blacklight, Rose Gold, Steampunk, Fantasy Art, Vibrant, HD, Psychic, Psychedelic, Synthwave, or Yukio. Death. Death. Straight up to death. All right, now yeah, we go over to the piece of art being created. It's being created by Wombo Art. So here we go. Can you see that, Justin? I'm going to click on it now. This is going to be the poster for Sport Lies. We are creating our art. That's it. It is creating. Oh, hang on. Oh, it's like a newspaper. Let's have a look. Can we zoom in on that? I don't know how to. Yeah, no, that's good. That works, sort of. It's in the news. It's in the news at the Look, moment. there's the some fighting topic. going on there. Like they're boxing. Yeah, but the, the but but ah ah but the the subjects within the photos are coming out, so it's coming off the page. So these aren't just these aren't just uh, topics and hypothetical situations. These are real people involved, Dash, with lives. And they're wrestling. Yeah, look at them. Look at this wrestling. Yeah, definite wrestling. Yeah, yeah, wrestling. Yeah, if you if we tied it up a bit and made that wrestling, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a great start point. Like if I'm like... putting that down on the table, yeah, no, definitely. Okay, yeah. and finally, Justin, just as a little uh, thank you for being on the show today, let's make uh, a Justin Panks 
randomized piece of art. What style would you like? You can see the different styles here. I won't go through them all again. Uh, Baroque. Down the bottom was that, wasn't it? I saw Baroque. He's towards the end. That's oh. why I remembered it. I just looked around and saw a Baroque. You saw a Baroque. I saw a, I saw a tube of a Baroque. Yeah. Here we Mighty go. Vitamin. So this is for Justin Panks. You're gonna print it out. Oh yeah. Here it comes. Oh my god. <laughs> That's a bit like it me. Does. That looks a bit like El Topo. Who's El Topo? Uh, is it Alec Alexander Dorodowski? Argentinian spaghetti western. Oh, look at that, Justin Pants. Mm. Um, so, well, that's me. There we go, Justin. Thank you so much for being the the first yeah, that's good. ever guest yeah. on I'd Watch That. Everyone, thank you for watching. Can you I can ask you a question? question? You want, mate? You go to what's blocks? Blocks. You go to a multiplex and was there six films I did buy? Six films, yeah. Six films on, and the woman goes, "Oh, it all starting in five minutes. Which one do you go to?" Um, honestly, Heat tomorrow. That's the truth. I'm... Yeah, the I'm... first one. Yeah, no, okay. I think they were yeah, saying in that, but the it? best the one in my, uh, the best one is uh, the way of the Casio. Without a question, I want to make Way of the Casio. I'm all over Way of the Casio. Um, I loved it. But you couldn't make Heat tomorrow, and that's why you'd go I there and I think that we should something. put something in writing and write something down for some sort of way of us making Heat Casio. Uh, not Heat Casio. Imagine if, imagine if we made a film called Heat... Way of the Casio. Uh, way of the Casio. We made a film called Wedding, and you know at the end when they show um, outtakes... In the post credits, yeah. we just played this. How weird would that? You could actually go and see the genesis of the. That would be like seeing your parents conceive. That was you. my favourite. I think we could make that. And realistically, we've been talking about writing some sort of. That was the we've most. We talking about writing some sort of radio one. play for some time, and I think we've just found our first one. We have, haven't we? Well. Oh yeah, you did come up with the two random words. To be fair to you, you did all the heavy hell, lifting. Yeah, someone else did. Um, listener, thank you, viewer, thank you for being there. If anyone's got anything to say, now is the time to say it before we wrap up the show. Thank you all so much for watching. Thank you for being there for the first ever one. Uh, what was your favourite? Let's before we go, let's ask the viewer what was your favourite of those films? Very interested to know. So let's just recap the ones you had. You had Heat Tomorrow, Warm Warm Today, yeah, Lo-Fi, Lo-Fi, sort of like a quirky. Yeah. Uh, we had uh, Crusade Nation. Sort of thing like a, just a Sharknado type thing, that one. That, that is meant to be bad. Uh, Way of the Casio. Yes, just that's formula, but funny. I think that's... I've watched one like with Will Ferrell in it. It was like Eurovision. I've just realised it was exactly it's like great, that. though. That's fine. I mean, it probably yeah, made millions, that film. Uh yeah, but I think I think the, the 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 Casio bloke saying you can be the demo button is the the that was the it's twist. An absolutely beautiful moment, and of its, it's time, very, very beautiful. Um, Mission Escape was the nuns one in Africa. I love that. That was a bit. Yeah, that was that's good. That had that good scene. That's one of those films that had, like um, the Crying Game. It's got that one memorable scene when she's describing 
that you shouldn't trot on that cruise. The o- there's only so much crap we'll take. <laughs> there's only so much crap we'll take. Uh, Copley. That's Cop when she broke. And Sport Life. Cop Lethal was a British film with Cop Charlie was for Casualty. I don't know where that came from for yeah. you. It's unbelievable. I don't know where anything that came um, from. And Sport Lies, which is a story about a fake trans athlete. A... But then the ringer, the ringer was made. Yeah. And, you know, with um, Johnny Knoxville, it's that. It's basically that. If the if that you know it's about abuse of a system. Um, well, you know what? Looking at the comments coming in, Yannis uh, says, "Is it made millions a sign of quality?" Yes, it's the only thing you can judge it on, isn't it? We just want to make millions. Like it is a sign of quality, isn't it? Like if you're literally, if most uh, lots of people go and watch it. Well, yeah, but that, that is pretty much the opposite of when yeah. I was bemoaning yeah, no, I... the blockbuster. But yeah, no, it's a it's, good, it's a, it's a good of way of checking whether something. It's a benchmark of living well. I mean, I, I'm, I'm hand to mouth. It'd be so nice to live fork to mouth. I don't know how like rich that, people like live. That. Like... Mouth to mouth, <laughs> like a bird. Um, yeah. So like a pelican. we have got a vote for Crusade Nation. Ginger Elvis says, "Way of the Casio." Ash Flap says Mission Escape and Mr. Frog Show said Cop Lethal. Um, and Skunkabell has just written the word arse to mouth. So just bring it down again there, Yanis. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, th- you know what? I think that's a success because looking at the comments, there's a, a spread. There's a spread across there. Yeah, I didn't no, expect that's that. that's great. Um, right, that is it. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thanks for being there, Justin. Massively appreciated. Yeah, always. Man. Yeah, always, probably man, will always. be always. See you in a couple of weeks. Um, thank you, viewer, for being there for the first one. Please get in touch with me at Ashfrith on Twitter um, and let me know what you want to see, questions you want me to ask, anything you want to change. This is still very new. I'm fully aware um, that things will change. There'll be different things that happen, I'm sure. Let, let me know what you think needs to change. Thank you very much for being there. And final word from Justin. Is that a fart ninja, Justin? Oh, you can't edit. It's a fart ninja. How do you know that? Them in shops. Yeah, I've got two of them. Um, they're not mine. Yeah, see thanks you later. Uh, Justin, if they want, they just come and see you, can't they? You're not on social media, really. No, I've gone, come off it all. But uh, come, come see, see us live. I should I'm say that. We're doing a show. We're doing shows together. We're in Ipswich on July the... Seventh? Uh, July 10th. 10th. We're in Ipswich. July the... No, come no. On, mate. July the 10th. July Sunday, the 10th. Yeah, we're in Ipswich 10th. doing shows back to back. Your show is called... And my Incorrigible. show is called Hand Cooked. And we are also in South End, and there's going to be more coming soon. Cambridge, probably. Um, thank you all for being there. We love you. See you soon.